0: I gave you all I own, Put you on this throne, but I'm a now What's up, Ego Hackers? Welcome to the CS Just a Podcast. Tonight's episode, How to Not Be Seen as a Loser by Your Father as an ENTP. Also known as, How Can an ENTP Get a good work ethic. Gosh, if there's anything that my father probably did not like about me is how much of a lazy ass I was on a consistent basis. Like we're talking like crazy. Also just kind of experimenting with the new shotgun mic right now, trying to be in a really noisy environment. So that's why I'm shooting this particular video right here. So we'll see how it goes. Got a decent amount of ash on the the stogie, trying to see how far I can get it before it falls off. I think my record is uh, posted on my Instagram, but uh, let's see if I can break that record with this uh, last piece, etc. So anyway, uh, welcome to the show as I'm enjoying myself on this uh, side bench with uh, the very loud vehicles going by so hopefully the uh, shotgun mic can hold up plus got some wind blowing let's see how it goes let's see how it holds up so first of all i'd like to start by saying like i love my dad he's a good guy i know i'm hard on him sometimes Um, i think it's pretty justified how hard i am on him but at the same time like it's really hard on me It's actually pretty natural from a uh, father-son relationship. Like your dad's pretty hard on you, like through your childhood and as you grow up. But then like when you get older, you as the son end up being hard on your dad to make sure that he is still developing his masculinity as well. And that's super important, you know what I'm saying? So one of the ways that my dad was super hard on me is because like any extroverted sensing child father. This is pretty typical of ENJ fathers. It's also pretty typical of SE hero fathers as well. So this is more of an extroverted sensing optimistic approach. They do not like sons who have no work ethic. And let me tell you folks, growing up I was absolutely worthless. I I was, I I had no work ethic. I remember my dad like, he bought a Volkswagen Beetle for me. And I should have been really grateful. It's one of the biggest regrets of my life. And he wanted to work on that car with me and restore that car with me in the shop, especially since he's ISTP focused. But instead, I wanted to be that lazy ass and just sit inside playing video games. I was playing Pokemon in those days, Pokemon Blue specifically on the Super Game Boy on top of the Super Nintendo that I worked really hard to get on my own. My parents never really bought me a video game system. I got them all on my own, with the exception of a Game Boy uh, that my parents did get me when I was growing up. That was really nice of them. Thank you, because I really enjoyed that Game Boy big time. And, uh, but honestly, I was a lazy ass and I would have had a lot more mechanical skills had I actually, you know, not only just humored my father in that moment, but actually had some semblance of a work ethic that was good enough or capable enough, uh, you know, that I could take in my adulthood. But no, I wanted to be a loser and play Pokemon Blue instead, which was entirely annoying. And again, one of the biggest regrets of my life. I had no work ethic and this bothered my dad big time, you know, and he, he was really cruel. He was really cruel to me. Uh, But honestly, justifiably so. I'm, this is one of the areas in which I'm actually very thankful that my dad was cruel to me because of my lack of work ethic. I went from being that person who had absolutely no work ethic whatsoever, and basically no self-worth as a person, let's be honest, until I actually started developing my work ethic. But I only started developing my work work ethic on my own and only as a result of personal necessity as like a as a way to survive basically my dad did everything in his power to create a support structure for me so that he could ease me into having a work ethic which is what a lot of experted sensing child types actually end up doing the problem is is that i was so stuck in my comfort zone as a worthless np type especially an si inferior that I, I, I would fight him tooth and nail. And I was so lazy and his expert feeling hero just couldn't take the fact that I didn't even like doing it. Especially if you look at it from his perspective, growing up with his ESTJ dad, his ESTJ, who is um, uh, ISTP developed and I think potentially, actually ISTP focused as well. So he'd be like the UDUF version. Very, very shadow, very, very deep in his shadow to the point of having a decent relationship with his superego. And he'd work with, he'd work on cars like Volkswagens or Porsches uh, in the garage with my dad growing up. And this ultimately is why I believe that my grandfather saw my dad out of the many sons that he had as his favorite. My dad also grew up with an INTP brother and I could just tell, you know, that I heavily reminded my father of his INTP brother. And his INTP brother, like, did not really have much of a work work ethic either. And it's really the ultimate pushover. But at the same time, that's not necessarily true because my INTP uncle is actually an accomplished black belt in karate and, very, very, very capable at inter, uh, at information technology. Although he's kind of a glutton and has that gluttony deadly sin going for him, which really sucks. Oh, there it goes. Well, I got it to about an inch and a half, but you know, it is what it is. So anyway, so he didn't really, my dad didn't want me to end up like my uncle, basically. And he 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 went out of his way to instill within me a work ethic, but I just wasn't having it. He got so frustrated with it that he basically told me that as soon as, like as soon as I graduate high school, like I, I'm out, I'm out of the house. Like you, you gotta get out. And it's funny because I remember the day that I left the house when I was 18 and, uh, and then like my dad he, he literally got into a four bedroom house like the following day. It's actually a two bedroom house with two bedrooms inside the attic, so like lofts basically. But it's still a really nice still a really nice home compared to uh, where we were living at the time. And you know, honestly, like for many years I resented my father for this. I hella resented him for this. But the reality of the situation is is that like Given that I end up going to like college, for example, going to university at some for-profit university called DeVry University. What a waste of time. Um, I still have my $100,000, $120,000 piece of paper in my pocket. It's my uh, I literally have a copy of my degree in my wallet, basically. And I show people, hey, this is my $120,000 piece of paper. Complete waste, right? A complete and utter waste. Um, but I remember going there not even knowing how to operate washer and dryer. And I had to actually ask my RA to help me figure that out because of how much of a loser I was. No work ethic whatsoever. And I even, I even cheated. Like I even cheated oftentimes in, uh, in college, like instead of actually putting in the work. And that was basically my attitude for many, many years. I didn't actually start developing a work ethic for real until like I ended up homeless and I was living out of a garage. And through that time in homelessness, it wasn't until then that the work ethic started kicking in. Then I started to actually started to put in the work. Granted, I ended up having like my gun company for a while, but I was still like not even all the way there with the work ethic, much to the chagrin of my ISTP cousin, who was also trying to impart upon me a work ethic. So what he had to do, he, he took pity on me because here I was, you know, living out of a garage with an infant, like a loser. And he's like, you know what, Chase? I'm just gonna take you. You're gonna do HVAC work and you're gonna go underneath houses. You're gonna go in attics where it's really hot. It's really cold. You're gonna be fighting the elements. You're gonna be fighting snakes. You're gonna be fighting spiders. It's gonna suck. And it did, but that's, but I needed money. I had to feed my family. And I was literally just this boy, a boy who was also a father at the time. You know, honestly, I, and, and my my ESFP, my, my ESFP wife at the time had to deal with that. I remember her like mom getting in my face about like how worthless I was and justifiably so. Absolutely, she was so justified in getting in my face over that, how I just didn't have like a work ethic whatsoever. So, so I started, I started gaining one about like 24, but it really wasn't complete until I was about 27 years old when I started working for the hospital. That's when I really understood work out of it. That's when I was putting in overtime like crazy. That's when I really understood what it was to actually put in a hard day's work. And you know, it's funny because my dad, he actually told me like a year or two ago, he's like, you know, you know, son, like out of everyone I know, you work the hardest. And that was that was a huge moment for my father and I, because at that one point in time, his expert sensing child realized that I had actually put in the work, that I actually did it. I had actually reached his dream of his son having a work worth ethic for once, instead of being an absolute worthless loser that I was as a child. So how does an ENTP Actually, gain a work ethic. Really? Oftentimes, they just have to have no comfort zone. You have to pull out their comfort zone completely out from under them. And then afterwards, like with that comfort zone, because it's the comfort zone that's inhibiting the work ethic, really. You got to make them uncomfortable. You have to get their get them to a point mentally where they have to be like in survival mode because it's like their own personal survival is dependent upon actually having a worth work ethic because then they have a worth ethic after the fact. And I didn't, I didn't for many, many years. It sucked, it really sucked. And honestly, my family, my ESFP wife at the time, my family just really took the hit. They really, really took the hit. And I was a burden. I was a burden upon my own family. I was a burden upon her family. It was a really rough situation. And it was. We, we even split up and it wasn't even until after the split up that I actually started gaining a work ethic. I, I imagine my ESFP wife, ex-wife would have actually had respect for me in those days because I finally had a work ethic all along. But then, you know, sometimes you just gotta learn the hard way. It just goes to show how society really is, you know, being part of the lost generation, you know, the millennials, the lost boys as it were, I was a lost boy and not having any work ethic has just really destroyed my life and destroyed the lives of the people. But again, how do I get it? It's literally when I'm confronted from the fact that no one in life cares about me except me. And coming to that realization that I have everything to lose, because I'm not putting in the work, that's the motivation. That's how you actually get the work ethic. You gotta come to the realization that it's really, the only thing that you got is you. And you can't really rely on the affiliative as this buffer against survival of the fittest. You as an ENTP need to get to a point where you are comfortable with absolutely nothing. That you are comfortable with absolutely everything being taken away from you as a person. And it's only after you're able to have that realization that you're finally in a position, like you're finally there. You're finally able to realize that, okay, if I don't work, I don't eat. And that's the reality. And then all of a sudden you start to work, you put in the work ethic, you know that you, are moving yourself forward based on your own steam and nobody else's steam and you're being 100% independent because you've finally had your comfort zone burned away because it's just not there. You had your whole support structure taken away and I had my support structure taken away. And honestly, even to this day, I kind of actually have my support structure still taken away. My family still doesn't like me. My family, justifiably so, is still pretty bitter towards me based on how I behaved in my teenage years, my tween years, as well as my twenties for the most part. And they didn't even really get to know me in my twenties until I was about 27. I even door slammed my entire family because of this, even though it was technically my fault because I didn't have a work ethic. So a lot of their judgments towards me are entirely justified. I have to admit that. I have to admit that. It's just too bad that since I've undergone my transformation, for the most part, they still don't really wanna have anything to do with me. I mean, they won't even invite me to go to summer vacation with them. I don't blame them. I really, I I really don't. I don't blame them. It's not, I I understand their judgments of me and and I've accepted it. I accept their judgments of me. And if they don't want me around, well, yeah, I could say it's their loss, but at the same time, I get it. I completely understand. Why would they? There's a lot of ENTPs in the ego hacker community who, who are men who are out these same issues. You know, there's even some ENTP women who also have these issues. But like, you know, as a man, you know, you really don't have a support structure. Society is not really there for you. Chances are your family's not there for you as an ENTP anyway. And you just have to realize that the only person that cares about you is you. And yeah, you can be compassionate to other people, but I had to learn how to be properly compassionate towards myself, which means actually developing a work ethic, actually getting up out of bed in the morning, letting go of video games. Like, I mean, I was playing World of Warcraft so heavily that my car got stolen because I didn't notice it was being stolen because I was too busy playing a game. And I literally watched the person Get in the car. I didn't know it at the time that it was my car that was pulling out of uh, my parking spot at the apartment that my ex-wife and I had in February twenty sixth, two thousand nine, uh, in Federal Way. But yeah, that the car was was stolen. It was a it was her car, her Honda Civic. And honestly, like that's just my fault. Like it really is my fault. I wasted so much time on so many stupid bad habits centered around my comfort zone and my addictions like World of Warcraft for example that I couldn't even be a good husband and then eventually a good father you know I you know it's interesting cuz like recently like I was accused of being a deadbeat dad which I don't think is true right now but in those days it was true it was true in those days You know, the thing is though, is that like, oftentimes I'm not the only one who has this experience, especially not the only ENTP male that has these experiences, right? So you gotta watch out for this stuff. Really at the end of the day, you have to develop your own work ethic. You have to find the engine with which you're able to develop your work ethic. So Andrew Tate, for example, he's an ENTP who has the exact same nurture that I do. He's unconscious developed and unconscious focused. So he's very close to a super ego. So he's all about performance performance with experted sensing demon and you know from his perspective he just was so angry at how other people have all the success and he didn't have any success he's like well i need to get my own success so he used his envy as motivation to develop his own work ethic right that's what it's all about folks and i had to do something similar for me though it came from a perspective not necessarily of envy at first it was a perspective of survival I was so stuck in my comfort zone and so enabled and so entitled as a person that I couldn't, even, I couldn't even actually deliver on anything. And I was still stuck in this fake it till you make it bullshit thinking in my life. That bullshit thinking that my father even imparted upon me, but it works for my dad because he's part of the mind temple. It doesn't work for me because I'm a heart temple crusader. And that's, that, that really sucks, really sucks. So dad, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for having no work ethic. I'm sorry for being a complete total loser. You know, any issues that I may have with you, they may be fair, they may be unfair. I'm sorry for that too. The reality of the situation is I should have listened. The reality of the situation is I should have gotten my ass off and realized that Pokemon would have been there for me tomorrow. And I should have worked on that car with you in the garage. And it's one of the greatest regrets in my life. Still to this day, it plagues me. Let me tell you something, folks. There's nothing worse than living with regret, especially as an ENTP, especially as your SI inferior consumes you from the inside where you're walking around with all that regret. Don't be that guy. Seriously, folks, don't be like me. That's one of the reasons why I do this channel. This is why I do this podcast because I don't want y'all to walk the same walk that I did in my past. I don't want you to have that. I don't want that to be your future. I want you to have a better future. I want to have a better future. But as part of my compassion, I just don't want. I just don't want you to have my past. I don't want you to repeat the same mistakes. I wasted my twenties. I completely wasted my twenties. My twenties didn't start becoming a waste until like 27. I wasted all that other time. And honestly, it's, it's a huge regret. So work ethic. You either have to root your work ethic in terms of envy and channel that anger into motivation, that anger of seeing other people's success and get, get your own success, <coughs> just swallowed a bug. Uh, or you have to take responsibility and recognize that if you don't have a work ethic, you're gonna be a burden on other people. or. Do what I did, start having work ethic because you realize you're not going to live. You're not going to be able to survive. You're going to die if you don't have a work ethic. Work ethic. That's literally what it comes down to. So don't be like me. Have a better life, and uh, get that work work ethic. You have to force yourself. You have to have self discipline. Self-discipline is what equals freedom. Self-discipline is what will equal satisfaction in your life as an ENTP, I promise. Anyway, folks, thanks for watching and listening, and I'll see you guys on the next episode.